Welcome to the Talk with Rox podcast. I'm your host, Roxana Karimi, licensed psychotherapist. Join me as we talk about psychology, spirituality, and the human experience. I look forward to helping you expand your consciousness as you work toward healing and reconnecting with your inner voice. Hello, and welcome back to the Talk with Rox podcast with me, Roxana. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for your outpouring of love and resonance to my last episode. It really means a lot to me. And, um, you know, I did. I spent a lot of time this last year doing energy work on it feeling safe to be seen and to share these messages. So to know that it's actually resonating with you and to hear you guys say that you're also on your light journey and it just hits and you feel this in your DNA, it really means a lot. So I want to encourage you to keep reaching out to me, leave comments, send me a DM. I really, really love hearing from you. Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about our journey to becoming homo luminous and how, because there's mass amounts of us waking up individually, it's making the matrix crumble and taking our social constructs with it. So what is the matrix? Aside from a great movie featuring Keanu Reeves, the matrix is this agreed upon version of reality that we all exist within. It is created from your thoughts, your beliefs, your perception of the world, along with the societal, cultural, and familiar programming you have received. This is what holds the matrix up. But as we are individually waking up to our power, realizing the God within us and our power to create our own reality from our thoughts and our beliefs, that our thoughts, our beliefs, and our unconscious wounds and experiences are what's being projected out onto the world and creating our world, it's making the matrix crumble. And like I said, it's taking our social constructs with it. Like our, you know, ideas of industry, our ideas of religion and politics, and certainly something we're going to be talking a lot about today, our social construct around marriage and relationships. It has completely shifted. I'm seeing dating culture take a huge hit, but I'm also seeing people who are currently married really struggling in a whole different way. Why? Because it's shifted, because it's changed. And we're in this like in-between period of not really knowing what to do, what comes next, or what it is that we want to create. Destruction is scary, but it is an opportunity to rebuild. So today we're going to really be talking about like what's falling away and how you can let it die so that you can rebuild a new personal matrix so that you can also project your new personal individual matrix and version of reality onto the world and create a healthier, happier, more just, more loving, more spiritual, more connected, awesome, light energy, homo luminous world. One area in which this is happening is the political world. Oh man, you know, this is such a hard thing to talk about. I do want to be clear about, I'm not here to tell you what to do or who to vote for. I'm just here to share with you my observations so that you can see what's happening, okay? Because it's not really Trump who is the main problem. It's the fact that so many people feel the way that he does and the fact that he is the projection of the individual shadow. 
onto the collective. And we literally saw on the, you know, big screen, big stage, so to speak, what was happening underlying. It was really important, I think, for that version of the matrix to crumble because we were sort of living in this, you know, post-Obama era thinking, oh, we're not even racist here anymore. Like, no, there's no such thing. But then we experienced 2020 and our eyes opened so much wider than ever before as unfortunately black people were being killed and we're finally speaking up and getting so angry about the generational traumas that they have experienced in America and how there was so much bullshit being taught in the schools, lies, lies and lies and lies about Columbus discovering America and you know, conveniently leaving out that he wiped out all of the Native Americans that lived here, conveniently wiping out that the religion and spirituality that they were practicing here was innate was true God, but Chad and Brad came and decided it was savage and got rid of it all? No. I'm just, we cannot live within this lie anymore. Once you know something, your eyes are open to it. There is no going back. However, there has certainly been a pull to go back. I think this is what the rise of conservatism really is. It, as humans, we desire containment. We desire things making sense. And that's what made sense for so long because it's what's been offered. It has been shoved down our throats that God is this certain way and he is the father or he is the, you know, such and such. And if that's what you believe, that's 100% okay. That's good. Faith and spirituality, I believe, is a good thing. But I think because so many of us are waking up to the fact that we are also God and reflections of, and we have the power to create our reality, these ideas don't really make sense anymore. It's why free speech has become so important and why it's also such a sticky subject because they don't really want you to say whatever you want. There's just such a desire to move backwards because there's a lot of fear of this open-minded thinking. You can't be controlled if you believe that you are also a god. And it's that desire to go back to how things were, but we're not going to do that. That's the wounded response. We can instead move forward with a healthy integration. And I don't really know what that looks like quite yet. All I know is that the more that we tap into our own individual power and heal ourselves and heal our unconscious wounds, then the matrix that we create and project into the world is going to be a healthier one that serves everybody, that helps you recognize there's actually no difference between you know, somebody being black or somebody being orange. We've got orange people, let's not forget. Or somebody being Iranian like me. You, Your soul has existed for eons and eons and eons as a consciousness energy. And so by chance, don't know, by karmic contract, perhaps you have been born into this body, into this moment in time. It could have been anywhere. There is no difference. So please try to treat each other with a little bit more respect and understanding that you are me and I am you. And as different as we may be, that's still true the last thing we need on earth right now is like a war between the Abrahamic religions. I almost like fear even saying that kind of a thing because I don't want to put it out there. I don't want to project that sort of fear. But what's happening in Israel and Palestine is a fight between Judaism and Islam, is it not? 
what's happening in America with the rise of white power and conservatism is not about Christianity or not. I think so. And that's part of the integration that I really want to offer you is you recognizing that that's actually not that different, that people all over the world have their own versions and stories and parables about God and spirituality, and they're just different based on the different cultural context of where you grew up. Wouldn't it be so wonderful if we all understood that? If we all understood that God is innate within us and and that we're so connected. We wouldn't need to fight. We would be welcoming. If you understand God through Judaism, God bless you. If you understand God through Hinduism, God bless you. If you understand God through Wicca, God bless you. As long as you believe that we are all connected and that we could treat each other with love and respect and acceptance, we could change the world and project a much better matrix. But we do got to let this one crumble. And I just want it to crumble as nicely as possible, you know, which is why just to throw this in there, I love Marianne Williamson because she understands our true nature. And imagine what kind of a world or how much faster and safer we would move into our homo luminous selves with this understanding versus somebody like Trump who's going to create more separateness between us. Let's quickly move on from that before we piss off too many people, although I'm getting very comfortable with pissing people off gently, of course. <laughs> so I also just want to highlight how our industries are changing. This summer, we saw you know, SAG, actors unions going through a change, writers unions going through a change, auto industries and teachers unions. Everyone was like, hello. First of all, we're not going to let tech and AI take over human life. Second of all, the lies that you're telling us are not working anymore. Crumble, 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 crumble. The area though, which I have spent probably just the most time observing and and thinking about is relationships and marriage. Our social construct of marriage and relationships has completely shifted and it's created this sort of stall period. There are so many women I know right now who are single and living independently. And it's not because something's wrong with them. It's because they have shifted a little bit more into the masculine. And so that has created this change in what marriage actually means and what it serves. And so there needs to be some sort of a shift again. Now, we do have a tendency as a society to go from one end to the other, back and forth, back and forth. And that sort of a yo-yo can be really exhausting, and I don't want us to move backwards. But let's talk about what happened in the first place. What was the point of marriage before? The point of marriage before was that First of all, women needed to do it for security. I mean, we could not live independently. But now, God bless feminism, women can live independently. However, it's created a situation in which we've sort of outgrown the men. Men were used to being providers. They were not even really doing a lot of the parenting back then. But we saw what that did. Lots of father wounds, lots of mother wounds, lots of stress on the family. So much so that a lot of people have, have opted out. 
They don't want to have children. They don't even want to get married. And that's okay. I'm not saying that everybody needs to do that. But I am saying that when mass amounts of people are going through this change, it could lead to a problem. And right now it is. And that problem could eventually lead to us dying out as a species. And I know there's so many people that are like, that could never happen. And there's so many millions of us here. And yes, and again, I'm not saying to go have a child if that's not what you want to do. What I'm saying is that our true nature as humans is hunter-gatherers, spiritual community, tribal people. We can't all be hunters. If there's a whole bunch of hunters, what are we doing? There's just no space, right? I really want to be careful not to talk too much about this because I could do a whole episode on wounded feminism. I just want to reveal to you the crumbling of the matrix that is happening and why there is this sort of stall and a hit to dating culture for people who are wanting to be in a relationship, wanting to step into motherhood, but being like, why again and who and how? If you can take care of yourself, what exactly does you know, having a man serve. We thought we could live without them, but we thought wrong. We all both need each other. And so right now I do think we need to let it die. We need to let that version of marriage and relationship sort of end as it has already. We're in that period and start rebuilding and recreating with that healthy integration. I really think there's so many women right now who are working 40 hours a week, also being mothers, and they're drained. You thought you could do it all, but somebody lied to you. And look at the men aren't doing it all. They're putting it on you. And so, you know, I certainly don't mean to say be less or stay in the kitchen. That's not what it's about. But it's about recognizing that we need each other and we need that union between divine masculine and divine feminine. And though we have both of those within ourselves individually, we need to be able to access them together. Otherwise, everything kind of crumbles or doesn't work. You know, I think that it kind of like took a minute for the men to also understand that what we wanted was not just providers. We wanted more of that emotional connection, but we didn't really leave a lot of space for that, right? We kind of, we kind of like we push them away in a certain way. And so now that they're healing and working on being more vulnerable, we need to create a little bit more space for them. Like literally, if you're a woman right now who is single and independent, the kind of man that you're going to be with is, is more than you, right? And there's not that many of them. That's why there's this certain stall. And some of that I think also has to do with the fact that like psychotherapy was really marketed toward histrionic women and was, you know, considered to be emasculating to men till they realized actually that's what we wanted. And so they're creating some space around that too. But anyways, that has made so much of our reality change and evolution and destruction is all over all of our social constructs. I'm really curious about what you think of this and what other areas you might be seeing this happen as well. And I want to leave you with some questions to reflect on. As the matrix is crumbling, you might find that you also have that pull and that resistance to letting things die. So ask yourself that. What is it that I'm resisting allowing to die or be as is? Why? What if I 
did let it die, what would I build on top of that? What is the world that I want to live in? What is the new matrix that I feel like I would like to exist within? You have the power to create that. You have the power to create that individually. And when you create it individually, you project it onto the world and create a healthier matrix for all of us. So please take your godhood seriously. Take your desires seriously and really look at that. Okay. Well, I think that's going to be enough for today. This, again, has so many various topics that could also be podcast episodes, so I just wanted to go ahead and start setting the scene. Please make sure that you send in any questions, send in any comments that are coming up for you, any thoughts that's super helpful to me, and I can really then focus and hone in on what it is that you want to hear in terms of destruction and matrix crumbling. Sorry for that weird noise. Anyways, go ahead, reflect on that question. Make sure that you're reaching out to me. Make sure that you are liking this podcast, that you're subscribed to this podcast and you're sharing it with everyone you know Um, because I really do want to create a better world for us and I think it's possible. But the more and more of us that are awake and paying attention to this idea that we do live in this matrix-y world that is created from our perceptions and our thoughts and our beliefs. Does that even feel woo-woo to you guys? Because I feel like it sounds like it just makes a whole lot of sense. And so many people are able to hold that idea now. Um, But let me know if that still feels hard for you because I can speak to it in a different way. Anyways, Thank you guys again so much. We'll be back getting deeper into these topics next time. So stay tuned and make sure that you're following me on Instagram at Talk with Rocks, at TikTok, on TikTok at Talk with Roxana. And thank you so much for the work that you do individually to create a better world. I personally am so grateful to you and I love you. I love you because you are me and I love myself. I sure as hell do. I have found so much love and acceptance for myself and my quirks and my dorkiness and my opinions. So thank you. Even if you don't like it, thank you. Okay, y'all. Talk to you later. Thank you. Bye.